Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name's Thomas. My name's Sean. My name's Steve. I am Harvey Gladden, a.k.a. Coke Zero Poppy. Wow. All right. I like okay. this, this new introduction. Coming up on this episode, we have a review of Solo, a Star Wars story. Highly anticipated. I say that every time. Every week for every fucking movie. You said that for a Winchester. This, this is a weird <laughs> one because I'm not sure it's highly anticipated, but we'll, we'll talk about it. And uh, we got some other stuff we watched during the week. Uh, we have a topic picked by Sean, finally breaking the uh, winning streak of Harvey. Yeah. We're going to be talking uh, villains or antagonists who uh, deserve their own movie or origin story. Oh, I completely forgot about that. That's crazy. Well, I thought we were t- doing a different topic. <laughs> better get your shit together. Oh, don't worry. I got it. All right. Yeah. So if you... Uh, if you are listening, go ahead and uh, let us know what you think of the show. Check us out on social media. Leave us a review on iTunes and let us know how we're doing. How can we be of service to you? You said that sexually. Yeah, it sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, like you're trying to like seduce. Yeah, trying I am get... trying to seduce these <laughs> listeners. But uh, other than that, uh, let's let's get into it. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, what is going on with everyone lately? How was your week? It's been Sean. a really crazy week. Oh, man. Steve. Yeah. Steve, you go. Yeah, well, it's because I'm well, used Steve to Steve just being... fucking starts talking. <laughs> well, his week is, has to be amazing. He could have waited to jump in. Yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Uh, yeah, my week was pretty uh, It was pretty terrible. Had a long, very hard week at work. Uh, I'm really glad the weekend's here. It's Memorial Day weekend. I feel really positive. <laughs> we all uh, hung out last night. That doesn't mean shit to me. I still got to work. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, for some of us. You know, I'm really, really excited. I think we're going to have a fun weekend. And uh, we hung out last night, and uh, we had a lot of fun. Sure. And we're all, I think, recovering. S- slowly. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm oh, okay. Guess- yeah. Oh, really? Damn. Well, I guess I'm still recovering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's it, really. My week was just about the same. I did get approached, though, at a bar. Um, I was oh. casually <laughs> drinking. By a girl? No, it was by an old man, and... Oh. Course. He comes up to me. He's like, he looks at me. And he's like, we were friends in another life once. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I swear to God. God he's like, yeah, you, you, we were really good friends. You were a really nice guy to me. <clears throat> and I was like, oh, really? And then he told me like, I, he, I feel like that's how you pick someone up. <laughs> no, nah, he he was like, he was like, and then he was legit having the conversation with me. He was telling me like his wife left him like last week's trash. Those are his words. Wow. And he was like, you know what? Like, he was talking about, like he was some kind of like prophecy. I can't handle New York. And he was like, he was telling me, but the thing is, he was, he looked like a normal dude. And he was telling me that I should live on a boat the rest of my life. Like, that's where he he's, saw me. He's not wrong about that. And that's what he told me. That's what, how I lived in the life I knew him in, apparently. So that was interesting. And I've been thinking about that all week. So I'm looking into, <laughs> I'm looking into boats if you have any suggestions. What if that's how you died in your yeah. past life? <laughs> that's how you died. He like, forgot that one piece of information. He's like, he woke up the next morning and said, like, holy shit. Fuck, like, we just gave someone a film concept. Yeah. Basically. I don't like this. And, uh, yeah, so don't last steal night, that. Last night was cool, too. TM. 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 I made us margaritas in a pitcher. Yes. Very sketchily. Mm-hmm. Climbed up the ladder to the roof. Oh, I forgot we did that. Saw a nice view of Jersey. Yeah, we found out it was Jersey last night. Well, yeah. my after, geographical after, genius figured that out. After... After a After hot we debate. all challenged him. Yeah, like we all were just like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck though? you, you I ain't you, shit. I bet you your fucking real estate broker is like, uh, yeah, we got great views of Manhattan. No. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking suckers. She didn't even know we had a roof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's about me. What about you, Harvey? Uh, 
My week was pretty good. It was short. Um, I was off yesterday. So um, I have a nice four-day Memorial Day weekend. Pretty excited about that. Got him. Um, yeah, it was just a pretty chill weekend. Or a chill week. Very chill Listeners going to be like, why he just said got him? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a tantrum? <laughs> Someone living in the quarters here stubbed their toe on something or something. Yeah. Or something. Or something. Uh, but yeah. That was, what do you, that's, uh, it, that's it for me, I think. Anything special for Monday? Must be nice to have off. Um, no, I don't have any plans. Just I'm sleep? just gonna have uh, yeah, probably sleep, watch some uh maybe go watch a movie. We'll see. Yeah, I feel like going to watch a movie. You guys wanna go watch a movie on Monday? I feel like it's a you always make these plans on the podcast that you never pull through. The reason with. I wonder why I make these plans is because hopefully like one day we're gonna follow through. That's why I make the plans. We will. We will. It just takes a few tries. Mm-hmm. I imagine the beach is gonna be crazy on Monday. Fuck that. I love the beach. Traffic's going to be awful. Going yeah, I'm definitely as, not going to the beach on any weekend day. As, as listeners might know, I used to, when, we, when it was hot last year, I was going to the beach a lot. And I was getting tan and stuff. It was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm kind of hoping we do it this weekend. But it doesn't seem you guys are too excited. I'm out. I'll say it right oh, now. <laughs> Damn. I am out. I can't do it. I, I hated even, the beach I, in Florida. I'm not going here. I like it in Florida because I knew all the secret beaches. But I can't do the. <laughs> I can't even do brunch here. I'm not doing the beach. Are you the part of a club? Secret beaches. <laughs> no, there's a lot of beaches that like by the power plant that people don't yeah, go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, no one wants. <laughs> the toxic water ones. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. But look I want, how I've always wanted an extra arm. Oh man, well, that's cool. That's cool. That's in the movies. In real life, it gives you cancer. <laughs> we'll see. Cool. Uh, so my week was good. Um, still adjusting this new lifestyle of mine, but uh, I do want to tell a little story that made me late for the podcast today. I'm very upset about it. I was uh, on time as usual, and uh, I get I'm going to my car right, and I see there's a homeless man behind my car. I'm like, ah, oh, just God, spare me today. And uh, so the homeless guy whips his dick out. And he starts peeing, basically, on my muffler. And he's he's making noises like, oh. Uh, he, he is peeing, though. He's not masturbating or anything. And That's how he gets off. So I'm I'm just appalled that he would just, like, not even try to just, like, oh, sorry, man, let me turn away. Like, I'm sorry for pissing on your car. I get in the car, don't even let it warm up, just speed off, no seatbelt on, turn the corner, get pulled over, get a seatbelt ticket. Just like... Life's a bitch, huh? Dude, you know the universe is like, it's it's out to get you at that point, but uh, (laughs) that's that's what I have to bring to the show today. Well, thank you for that. (laughs) I don't mean to bring the mood down, but I'm I'm trying to actually cheer up for him, because I I just, you know, shit like that is annoying to like... Give the city one hundred fifty dollars for some shit like that. Yeah. Well, after the show, I don't know. I don't know if I told you guys this story, but I have something very similar that happened to me. Well, the, the similar part is someone peeing on a car. Where? So after the show, I'll, we'll talk about it. <clears throat> okay. Well, fuck. Yeah, because I feel like we need to talk about movies. Well, and I rarely sure. say that. Yeah. You I rarely you say that. Watch movies, bro. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. I guess we'll uh, we'll get into the show. We'll talk some movies. Um. So the word on the street is that I lost the game last week. You guys are aware of this, right? Yes. Completely forgot. All right. Well, Steve assigned me a movie. It's called Calvary, and this is a. Uh, so this is. I'm sorry, I didn't have it pulled up. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. That's a 2014 film. 
It's uh, written and directed by John Michael McDonough. And uh, it's starring uh, Brendan Gleeson, Chris O'Dowd, Kelly Riley, Aiden, Aiden Gillen. Is that, is that a, what's his face? Game his of Thrones. Brother? Oh, is he from there? Yeah. Aiden Gillen? Yeah, Littlefinger. <clears throat> yeah. You don't watch Game of Thrones, you don't know. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So the synopsis for this movie is uh, after he is threatened during a confession, a good-natured priest must battle the dark forces closing in around him. All right, so this movie hooked me with the opening. Shows a priest in a booth. First thing you hear, the first time I tasted semen, I was seven years old. And I was like, well, I guess I'm watching this movie now. Hooked. <laughs> Whoa, Sunday morning, here we go. Yeah. Well, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. It would have been great on Sunday. Okay, I don't think this is a spoiler. I think it's... I'm going to go ahead and, and say it anyway to set up intrigue for this movie. I mean, it's known what, what it is. Okay. So basically, um, the person confessing um, explains that he's he's raped uh, a lot as a, a child by the Catholic priest. Not the one he's confessing to. The one he's confessing to, he knows to be a good, good-natured priest. And this, uh, this guy, he's like, <clears throat> I'm going to kill you. He's like, I'm not going to kill a bad priest because what's the point i'm gonna make a statement and kill a good priest you know and uh uh brendan gleason who who uh plays the priest is kind of thrown off guard by it and he's just like has nothing to say and then he's like i'm gonna do it a week from now not today so the movie um from that point on becomes a basically the week up until like the the day that this guy said he was gonna do that and uh, I expected this movie to go into the route of uh, like cat and mouse kind of thing. It's it's not a thriller by any means necessary. It doesn't do like uh, a tor. They, they, you're not tormenting the the priest, like the murderer, the guy who threatened to murder him is is not like chasing him around, making his life hell. Instead, this movie is like a slow melodrama that studies like this fucked up town and what it means to have faith. And, and so I should mention this takes place in Ireland on like a coastal, really, really tiny coastal town in Ireland. And it seems that everyone there is just like trash. You know, I would say that Ireland is like the, the trailer park of Europe. Is that, is that offensive? Yeah, that might be offensive. <laughs> that's very, off- I just realized what you said. And that's very offensive. What I mean is it, it, it just seems like, um, what would you say uh, is the trailer park of America? The trailer park. No, I'm saying what state? I mean, there's a few of them. Okay. Oh, one. I mean, no disrespect by this, right? But like Florida, Alabama. That's what exactly Louisiana. what I was thinking. <laughs> but the thing with Ireland is, it, it's always I was West Virginia. I feel like Ireland has always had this like struggle, right? Like, it's it's not the UK. It doesn't has the, have the same prosperity that the UK has, and, and other. <laughs> It doesn't have like nearly as large of a tourism industry as like places like France and Italy and stuff like that. So I think they're lacking a little bit in prosperity, but it's not. It's by no means a third world country, <clears throat> and it's it's not like Bulgaria or some shit. Bulgaria. I'm just speaking in terms of first world, you know. But anyways, he this priest is a good man, but he's he's very uh down to earth. He's not like a totally naive like. You just gotta have faith. Like he, yeah, he's like he looks at how everything is so practical. Yeah, like he's in the so world. he's a very practical man. 
he sees the things happening around him like like i don't know like like, like the sins that are just basically destroying that town a little bit like he sees yeah. those like man that's such a great i need to fucking rewatch this shit <laughs> so <laughs> i'm thinking about it like fuck so he he is just no stranger to all this bullshit that goes on around him whether it be suicide drugs fucking beating women and murder and rape and all this shit <clears throat> And there's just such a, a crazy dynamic, and it's like this little, it's like this closed off fantasy world that that exists in this tiny town with all these like characters. Like it's like a fucking a sitcom or an episode of Black Mirror or something. That's how like fucked up they all are. And uh, yeah, I would say that uh, this movie's amazing. I I fucking loved it. Like I, I had thought, a feeling. There was one scene like it's, it's definitely just, a it's movie. just so smart and so well done. Like you don't expect it to go in the directions it goes in, and <clears throat> all the characters in it are so defined and and everything. And there was like this one scene where I was like, "This movie is incredible," and uh, they said something really corny with this music over it, right? And I'm just like, "I don't like that. Don't don't ruin the mood." And then they comment on how corny it is in the movie. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Like, it's it's really uh, really self-aware in every every aspect. Um, some of the supporting characters, like, like Chris O'Dowd is, is in this, and he's a pretty big role. Um, and then also his daughter, I forgot her name, but uh, she she's, like, kind of his rock a little bit, but she's also suicidal and everything. And, uh, yeah, there, I think the less you know about this movie, the better, I think. I can't really, there's one thing I could give away, but overall, just know that it starts with, I tasted semen when I was seven, I'm going to kill you in a week, and then just start there and just watch it. It's really, really good. Um, Yeah, we're, a weird cameo by, uh, it's not a spoiler, but his son, Donald Gleason, yeah. which is weird, like him and his father sitting across from a table acting in front of each other. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's like the younger priest, right? No. No. Who no. was he? God he, he damn. Was like, he was in jail. Oh, yeah. Damn, I haven't watched this movie in like... I think the last, I think the last time I watched this movie when I was when I was living in Florida. Yeah. I need to rewatch it. Damn, dude. Because now you're making me think about it again. I'm like, that movie was so smart how the way they were like... Take such an interesting concept and they could have... They could have honestly... This movie couldn't have been as good as it like the initial concept was. Yeah, it reminds me. It could have really, of, uh, really been like a like a cat and mouse. Yeah, which I'm glad it wasn't. There's one movie it reminds me of, and that's The Hunt, the Thomas Vinterberg movie with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, I think this movie reminds me a lot of that, in the, in the sense that they take this this concept <laughs> and they take a good natured man and like throw him in the depths of of just bad things. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> this movie does the same thing. It's a little bit different, a little bit pacing wise. It's not as like, not as like on the edge of your seat as the hunt, but it's like a different kind of like really entertaining melodrama. And the cinematography is also amazing, like sweeping shots of like the Irish coast. And uh, yeah, I really like this movie. I really really like it. Give it four and a half out of five. It's a woo. Good right, for you. Good, good job, Steve. Good job. I also watched Tom Segura's new Netflix special, which is also very funny. What did you give it out of five? I don't rate Netflix. I specials. thought you were gonna <laughs> clock in a lot of more, a lot more movies this week. Yeah, no, I'm so actually, well. I'm actually doing all. Of them. I've been doing a lot of like 
organizing my home and, and I've been like seeing that. you've been uh, have you been you know keeping up with your Smash game though woman of the house yeah I keep up with Smash a little bit Super so Smash so you do practice yeah do you at least practice like an hour a day uh, with the other people online I would say for a day that I miss and don't play I might play two hours the next day so I guess average probably a hour a day hmm, interesting probably interesting. nice <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I don't fucking. Know. That's that's it for me. I I'm just trying to. I'm trying to uh, trying to have a buffer. This Netflix special was like almost an hour and a half, though. So it's like almost a movie, right? It is a movie. Yeah, I'm it's not, count it's it not a like movie. a 58 minute special. It's actually kind of long for some reason. Give, give us your full length review. It's funny. I like Tom Segura. I don't know. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and recite his jokes. I, mean, <laughs> I was hoping you, you know how bad that is, and people are like, <laughs> and then, and then, said, and then. like. <laughs> You're like, bro, there's a reason he said it and you didn't. It's not the same as explaining a plot to a movie. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. Really good, Steve. But then again, I was aware of this and I actually have wanted to watch for a long time. Yeah, that's why I gave it to you. Do you already have a pick for somebody this week or no? I'm kind of hoping I lose. I don't think anybody thinks about that. I don't because you're you're too difficult. Um, I don't know. I'll I'll figure it out. We'll have to pause, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, who wants to go next? I'll go. Oh, what Unless you want to go. Oh, I don't got shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's okay. a trend. You mean like you didn't watch a movie? Yo, yeah, I was. Yeah, this week sucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like the fourth week in a row, though, isn't it? What do we do? What do we do on this podcast? We uh, review movies. Dick around. Uh, okay. And we also dick around. Um, so you were dicking around all week? No, I was working. Hey man, week. I was working hard for you. Remember that? That's <laughs> true. Sitting there putting your name. Up. I was I was spreading the word of Thomas Shomo. That's true. But you should have watched <laughs> on the train or something like. You know. No, that's savagery. Yeah. I will never do that. I would w- never watch a movie on a you train. Should have woke up in the middle of the night, watched a movie, go back to sleep, and then. <laughs> You shouldn't have came drinking Dude, last I've night. I've done that before. I after. was actually, yeah, I was actually planning. Uh, like we're interrupting Harvey's review. Sorry, Harvey. I mean, it's important because we're interrogating you. But uh, go ahead, Harvey. Shame. Let's let's Shame. hear let's hear from one of the contributing members of the group. Ooh. <sighs> okay. Sick bird. Um. Okay, I'll talk about this one first. I watched the uh, Star Trek Beyond earlier this week. Nice. First time or? Um yeah, this is my first time. That was my uh, first movie I watched in 2018. That's the first that That's the first time you've seen that movie? Yeah. Um are you I've, surprised? I've, I've mentioned watching all three Star Treks. So maybe that's I, why I, maybe I review, you're thinking. I reviewed it no, too. I just assume uh so my my vision of Harvey is that he's a a light trekkie. I think he's a heavy trekkie. Um I think he's I, don't know. I, I enjoy Star Trek. I don't I don't like the new movies. Um, well, I figured you'd watch them just because you're, it's a part of your, your franchise. Well, yeah, I did that with the first two, but um, I'd strongly dislike the first two. So. Right, so tell us how trash this one is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Star Trek Beyond. This one was just uh, directed by Justin Lin, which is interesting and uh, I think very important for uh, what what's about to come next. Um, but here's the synopsis. The crew of the USS Enterprise explores the furthest reaches of uncharted space where they encounter a new ruthless enemy who puts them and everything their Federation stands for to the test. Um, so this one is kind of interesting. It was actually written by uh, Simon uh, Pegg and I think Doug Jong or, or someone. I'm not really sure what else he's done. But um, this one's interesting because it it, it takes place, like I guess, a se- several years after the events of... Um, 
of the, of the last movie and it's at a point where they're like uh i would say like three years into their seven year mission or something to explore like the fur- furthest reaches of uh space and um explore new planets and um yeah things like that and chris pine who plays kirk is uh beginning to question like why they're out there and um not that they're up to anything bad but he's sort of from like an existential point of view like what does this mean why do they continue to chart new new space because it's like a um it's a thing you can't win because you know space is it, it, it is infinite and so you're sort of just fighting a losing battle why why continue to do this uh, which which i thought was very interesting and i thought it was going to lead to an interesting direction for his character but it did not and zachary uh came to his character um he plays spock he's also at a crossroads in his life and he feels that he should go back to um spock. vulcan and um help his people because uh you know vulcan was destroyed in this timeline and um he feels the need to help his people rebuild and uh you know rebuild their society and their civilization um yeah they get a distress call i believe or they encounter someone that needs help and uh it eventually leads them to a new enemy whose name is crawl and it's someone they haven't really encountered before he completely destroys the the enterprise um with these little ships they like pierce the hole and they like it's really weird they pierce the hole and they um just invade the ship and destroy it and um yeah you find out a little bit about crawl and he he knows a lot about the federation even though this is like uncharted space and they should know nothing about the uh, federation and he's hell-bent on destroying the federation for unknown reasons uh we later find out why he wants to destroy the federation but that's sort of a spoiler and i can't really go there but um i guess i should talk about the action because it is a justin lynn movie this is some of the worst action sequences i've seen in any of the star trek films which is interesting because i thought it would be the opposite being directed by the fast and furious guy but a lot of these action sequences they're like they seem unnecessary and a lot of them are just incoherent it it the the action in this movie sort of functions as a like a plot piece i suppose like every action sequence is supposed to take you to like a new location and take you to a new point in the story and i think it relies way too heavily on on the action and it, and the action shit i mean i and i that, think that star star trek is at best when it slows down and people are talking about things but you know yeah, that's, with these new movies, it's different. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like uh, that is the issue I believe with the new Star Trek films. That's why I don't like them. They're they're very focused on the action and very uh, Star Wars like in that sense. And um, yeah, that 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 puts me off because um, yeah. Can we talk about one major scene? Sorry. Uh, can we talk about one scene that I thought was like terrible, like cringeworthy? Was the uh, sabotage scene? Which they were, like drifting in space? Sabotage scene. Yeah, it was near the end, and they were like, "It's just like we need to we need to disrupt their frequencies." Like, oh, I have a track, oh, yeah, and yeah, they put yeah, on yeah, sabotage, yeah. and then the Enterprise proceeds to drift in space. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, that was that was really fucking bad. Um, that I was love bad the track, but uh, yeah, nah. Yeah, there's there's one scene in particular where they, I, I suppose because uh, I don't know, they, they decide to make Sulu gay. Which I mean, that's a fine choice, but 
they do it in this really cringeworthy and cheesy scene where he like meets his daughter and then his partner strolls up and they focus on him for like 15 seconds oh, while they're walking that, yeah. away. and they're just like sitting there it's just like damn what the fucking is the point of this <laughs> yeah like this is a science fiction movie set like fucking 400 years in the future you would but think this is not that big of a deal yeah it, it shouldn't even it shouldn't even be a thing this should not exist yeah. That that bothered me, but uh, yeah. On, back to the action. The action is uh, not what I was expecting it to be. Um, the villain in his crawl, he is. He becomes interesting later on, but that's for reasons that I can't really explain. Um, but other than that, he. I don't know. It it makes no sense. I think the reveal comes a bit too late. And, and you're uh, like, oh, that's yeah. Pointless. Like his motivations don't make sense at all. At all, and um, he just seems hell bent on destroying the Federation for no reason. And because you're left in the dark about that key piece of information that you don't get until the end, I feel like it. It all just doesn't feel worth the watch. It doesn't feel compelling in any sense. Um, I think the first two were like really like <clears throat> they weren't great movies. But I think they're at least serviceable for what they're doing in terms of like making an action film, even like uh, what was it, Into Darkness? Yeah, sorry, and it was into like, darkness. yeah, and it was kind of like setting us up for the, like the future of that franchise. But after watching that, I was just I watched it twice to really make sure that I didn't didn't like it. And after the second one, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, it's just no, not at all. Yeah, at the, I believe it's the worst one. Beyond, beyond, yeah, is the worst it one. is it is absolutely the worst one I've seen. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think this franchise is dead, though, from what I recall. Oh, oh yeah, this this definitely. If it wasn't dead before, this definitely killed it. They introduce um, a new character who plays who's played by uh, Sophia Batella. She's an alien that uh, crash lands on a planet, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, she's been there for a really long time, and she, she helps them like to survive. Darth and, Maul. Yeah, she looks kind of like a reverse Darth Maul. She um. Yeah, she was an interesting character, and she could have been... A, well, she was an interesting idea. She wasn't an interesting interesting character. She could have been a lot more, but they just completely wasted... I don't know. her. I feel like they just wasted her time, and they her character served no purpose. There was a bit of a... of a uh, love interest, I think, between her and... Um, Simon Pegg? Yeah. I think, that the, did, that didn't really I think the humor between those two were really bad as well yeah. when he first uh, stumbles onto her. Yeah, um, there's a lot of a lot of shit in this, and I was actually disappointed in in the writing. I thought with Simon Pegg writing writing it that it could have been uh, that it was going to be something something better than the other two, but this one just turned out to be more the same. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> I, m- I remember, uh, yeah. I remember really hating the climax of this movie when it finally wraps up. And yeah, it like, wraps Wait, up. That's so, it? It's so shitty. Yeah. So bad. I don't know. Yeah, it just it, doesn't feel like Star Trek. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm not a it, fucking. It asp- I'm not a Star Trek expert, but I've watched. I watched a lot of like Deep Space Nine. I watched Star Trek: Next Generation. Like I, like I have a familiarity with it. And watching these is just like, like I, like I said before, like the the first two were serviceable action movies, and they're like it wasn't the worst thing, but this one was just like it just it felt so far apart from it from what it was or what it was trying to be yeah. we didn't have time to like see these characters again interact because that's honestly the best part are the characters yeah i feel like the black mirror episode is more like a star trek than these movies oh are. yeah <laughs> <The weird>. first- <laughs> that's just like yeah 
Um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't really like this movie. It's bad. Um, oh, you should have just said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a I long way around. the whole review. I give it like a two out of, and a half. Out of I five. think that's wow. what I gave it, or maybe less. I wow. Yeah, it's, uh, I could watch something else, but I don't know. You guys can go if you want. What's the, just go for it. Yeah, go for so it. We don't have to I'm go not, back around. I don't, I don't think I'm ready. Oh. Well, you're just... You're gonna be ready later. You said yeah, I'll be ready to finish the movie. I'll be ready. No. <laughs> he's like he's watching his phone. He's like, he's he's got five minutes. His headphones are plugged <laughs> into his phone. Um, yeah, okay. I'll jump right into the second one then. It. You will. I went to the movies and I watched First Reformed. Um, oh no man, shit. I really want to yeah, see this. I can see why you might not be ready for this. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. It was directed by Paul Schrader, um, famous director. He directed Taxi Driver. I want to see this. Um, a few other great movies. It um I missed the Q and A for this, by the way. Yeah, they did a Q and A for this? Yes, with Ethan Hawk. Uh, I didn't know that. Really? Where it? Um he doesn't, can't remember. he doesn't do a lot of what was the last movie he did? I was actually talking I was talking to someone at work about this because we we're like, Oh, you're gonna see first reform? I'm like, I would like to. I haven't seen Ethan Hawk in anything. Really? Like, the only thing I could really like remember three was three movies a year. Yeah, but I, no, I feel like he's always like a supporting character, and he's never really like the main focus. You know Valerian. what he did with like Valerian? Yeah, it's just like random. He was in, he was in Boyhood, but um, that was a while ago. But, uh, but anyway, so back, back to Harvey. Um, yeah, here's a synopsis: A former military chaplain is racked by grief over the death of, death of his son. Mary is a member of his church whose husband, a radical environmentalist, commits suicide, setting the plot in motion. Um, yeah, Ethan Hawke plays a uh, priest. He's a priest of, uh, or not a priest necessarily. He's more like a uh, pastor. Um, he's a pastor of a little, a little um, church. It's a really old church, and uh, in fact, he doesn't really have a big congregation. It's only like s- several people. But the church is really old, and it serves as a uh, so, so, sort of a historic site in the in the town. Um, there is another church in the city. I forget the name of it, but the um, the pastor of that church is played by Cedric the Entertainer, which is which is great. Um, mostly because I haven't seen him do any dramatic work ever. I think I've only really seen him in in comedies and and stuff like that. So it was nice to see him doing dramatic work, and I think he did a really good job in it. But anyway, uh, Cedric the Entertainer's character is um, is a pastor of a really large church, and he's sort of um, he's sort of in charge of Ethan Hawke's character, I guess. Um, I don't really know how like church dynamics work like that, but um, he's a, like a higher ranking pastor. And um, so he has some uh, like power and control over uh, Ethan Hawke and Ethan Hawke's church. And uh, Ethan Hawke's church is really old and it's coming up on its uh, anniversary, like it's 150th anniversary or something like that. And um and he meets with uh, Mary, who's a member of his church. Mary and her husband, played by uh, Amanda, what's her name? Seafried. Ma- yeah, Amanda Seafried, and uh, her husband is played by this guy, Philip Edinger. I haven't really seen him in anything. Uh, her husband has been having some issues um, because she has become pregnant, and he's a uh, really devout conservationist, and he's kind of he's kind of radical in that sense. And he believes that bringing a child into the world is insane because of global warming. And by 2050, um, you know, major cities and stuff like that will be feeling the effects of global warming. So he thinks it's crazy to do something to do that. And so, <laughs> yeah, Amanda Seyfried's character asks Ethan Hawke, the priest to or the pastor, to uh, talk to him and uh, sort of counsel him. 
and and he does um they try to uh meet in the middle and um i don't know he he tries to ease this dude's radical beliefs and radical concerns about having a child and you know telling him that he needs hope and stuff like that um anyway Ethan Hawke's character eventually um he sort of adopts these beliefs in a in a sense um and i believe that the death of his son has a lot to do with that he um he's a really fucking interesting character he's been uh he's been in deep grief since the death of his son who died i believe in iraq or something like that and um his wife left him and he is um he's definitely an alcoholic He's uh, not really taking care of his body. He has some medical issues that he's just letting go unchecked, basically, and it's and it's definitely killing him. Um, but he starts to slip further and further into this darkness, which is um, his concerns about the environment and why is God allowing this to happen, or what is God's intent for the earth and for people? Did he? want people to destroy the earth, those sort of questions and those ideas start to plague his brain and it drives him sort of insane until he comes up with a radical uh, solution to the problem. But um, before that happens, this movie is amazingly paced and it's really good at um, just uh, stepping up the tension over time and slowly build until you feel... I don't know. I, f- I don't know how I, how to describe it, but uh, it starts to bottle up inside you, and you feel like the mania and the panic that this character feels. It's a uh, it's a really intense movie to watch. Um, I'm I'm I'm, I'm really want to watch this when I saw the trailer. I mean, I, w- I didn't know anything, and I saw it. I was just like, "What is this? I need to go see it." Yeah. So um, yeah, it was the same for me. Um, this. I'm not sure what's that's the thing though. I watched it. I still don't know what the hell's about. Like I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I felt the same too. And when when I watched it, it was completely different than what I what I anticipated. Paul Schrader is amazing at creating these these characters that are um, just absolutely insane, and they're sort of uh, on the fringe of uh, I don't know normal humanity. I don't know if that makes sense, but the he he all, he doesn't really function as a um, I don't know as a normal person. He's a, completely insane, and it's a it's an amazing look inside of his mind and inside of his uh, inside of his insanity, and him being a priest and having this congregation just makes it all the more compelling because you see a man that has power or to a degree, and people have faith in him, but he's absolutely torn apart on the inside and he's having these thoughts and these ideas that are just completely contrary to what people may uh see him like on the outside it's a it's a fucking incredible movie and um yeah i wish that i could do it more justice <laughs> no i think it left you kind of no, I feel like a dummy for saying, eh. I was just like, it was a scheduling conflict. I was like, I don't feel like going in the Q&A, I guess. But 
Deep down inside, I, I regret it. So you had an opportunity to go? I mean, everyone did. We all did. Oh, I mean, I didn't know about it. I, I Yeah, I, like I totally was like, I brushed over it real quick. I should have mentioned it to you guys. Yeah. It was Paul Schrader and uh, Ethan Hawke. Man, maybe Harvey could have got some of the questions. He he had, uh, he had you know, build up inside. Could I guess got I all that out there, man. Shit. Yeah. Is, it, is it in a 4-3 aspect ratio? Yes, it is. Like American, uh, like American Honey? <laughs> oh, and he talked to you about American Honey. I saw, uh, was it Saucer Lane, the actress? She's in a new movie. Yeah, no, she's, yeah. In, she's in the one uh, oh, Nick Off- Post or whatever. No. The, the, the gay uh, conversion one? No, it was this uh, Nick Offerman movie. Okay. Um, But yeah, this, uh, I don't know, this movie may leave you with existential dread after watching it. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's that's what, what I, I need right now. That's what I love. But I think, yeah, I think that's an amazing thing to be able to do it. Paul Schrader is a fucking genius. Ethan Hawke is incredible in this performance. He, I've never seen Ethan Hawke like this. He's a fucking asshole and he's insane, but he's also incredibly thoughtful and... um None of this makes sense, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> he's he's thought, thoughtful in the sense that uh, he's able to think clearly and coherently, even though his thoughts are completely insane. He he's great at uh, reasoning, reasoning with himself and contemplating um, his place in the world and contemplating what he believes God's will to be, and that is. Um, I don't know. He explains that. He he narrates the movie as well. So it kind of uh puts a nice perspective on his actions and 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 things like that. Um but yeah, I think everybody needs to watch this movie immediately. Um leave, stop listening to the show, go to the fucking theater. Right, I'm on it. Need yeah. a screener. Yeah. Four and a half <laughs> out of five. Four and a damn. half. Ooh, I was hoping for a five. Now I don't want to go. Oh damn. Really? I mean, if it was five, I would have got up and went. It may change to a five. It, it, the more it, it, it lingers in your brain. You got a six, sits with me. For yeah. The, sit with me for a little bit. Question, does it leave you with that same kind of like dread and like emptiness that you never really hear left you with? Because that's what happened to me when I left that theater. I, was I just get like, that easily, it was like though. It was like a bright, sunny day. I got it that. It was beautiful, and I'm just sitting, I'm like, nothing it's, fucking matters. It's similar. The, <laughs> character, the characters are actually fairly similar. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I get that with a lot of movies. I watched Brad's status, and I, I felt that. I'm Fucking just, anxiety. I'm just <laughs> mentally weak. So I'm sure any, anybody. All right. Cool. All right, Sean. You got any uh, hot um, takes for us? I feel like takes. you do. Oh, well, I only got one movie. Well, two movies, but I'll t- only talk about one just to move this shit along. Um, <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> I watched um, Stanford Prison Experiment. Um are you have anyone seen this sir nope. no this sounds familiar well this is the classic ex- uh, experiment uh what is this guy's name who did this stuff sorry let me just pull up some info here okay so stanford prison experiment is a experiment that was conducted in 1971 by philip zimbardo at the stanford uh, university and basically it was an experiment to uh, test a psychological a psychological hypothesis that the personality of, of um, traits of um, guards and prison workers, or sorry, guards and prisoners, affect their behavior and the way they react with each other. So he basically took, I believe, 
around like 15 students from the Stanford University and just literally flipped the coin with their faces on photos. Uh, this person gets to be a prisoner. This person gets to be a guard. And he paid them $15 a day uh, for this two-week experiment. Ooh, nice. So the movie that's the basis of this uh, experiment and the movie, and that's where we begin with the story. And then the movie, take the rest of the movie is just them in this kind of like makeshift prison that they made at the basement of uh, one of the halls and the psychology halls at Stanford. And what we get are these characters playing these these uh prison inmates and these guards like perfectly. I would say this is some of the best acting I've seen from uh Billy Grandup and Ezra Miller and what's his name um Terry Sheridan. This is probably his best movie so far. Uh the acting is incredible. It's intense. The most of the scenes are shot like medium shots of everyone's face just to create this claustrophobic feeling that you would probably get in prison. And most of the scenes revolve around the guards bullying the prisoners and it creates some really good tension and you're constantly wondering like how did how why is this got this professor leading this thing and why why is he letting this thing go on the way it is the way it's been uh it's been going on for like a week or so and then you see a lot of the prisoners they're mentally breaking down they want out but he's restricting them. He doesn't want to let them go. He wants to see how far they can go until they finally absolutely crack. He was probably like, this shit's getting way crazier than I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, so that, that's, <laughs> that was my next point, is that it it turns out like the experiment itself is changing over time. And Ezra Miller's character, which uh, they're all based on real people, he he basically taps out within the first three days just because he couldn't take it anymore. And he had a panic attack. And there's a portion of the film where they actually stage real parole meetings and a lot of these people were talking, or these kids were talking, like as if they they learned that they can be a part of society again. And these are fucking students. And uh, this is based on true a uh, true story. And uh, apparently, it was like almost a hundred percent true from what they captured in the film, based on the actual experiment. And it's really good. I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. I like I said, the the best thing about the movie is the acting. These guys did a really good job pretending to be pretending and pretending to be guards and prisoners and the effects that you see that they they um acquire to, towards the end is profound like some of these guys they came out this experiment thinking that they were actually in prison and they some of them did actually have ptsd some of the guards did as well um, i would say my main criticisms criticism is that the movie takes place in 1971 but the facial hair and the hair prosthetics is awful it looks like the like whoever did the production design went out to like a costume shop and bought like fake beards and hair and put these on these put, put them on these guys, and it was some 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 moments were distracting. Like I feel like I feel like, huh? The, dude, <laughs> Sean was showing a photo of um I can't looks remember like this a guy. Boy with a beard, Michael something. But it looks like they just put glue on his face and put some like pubes or some shit on it. But yeah, the prosthetics of the facial hair was awful. It's kind of distracting in some scenes. But uh, I really liked the cinematography of this movie. And there were moments in this movie where I was questioning decisions being made as the experiment is going on. And Billy Crudup did a great... This is probably one of his best performances to date. He did a really good job as uh, 
this professor who conducted this experiment. There was another movie that was made a while back that took on this form of this experiment, but it's not quite the same. I think it was called Experiment, experiment with yeah, uh, what's his Adrian face? Brody yeah. and Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, that yeah. movie was not that movie was okay. I remember enjoying it, but this is miles better, I would say. And I I really like the look of this movie. It looks like it's besides the fake prosthetic hair and makeup, whatever it is, the movie actually looks like it was shot in the seventies. And we do get some archival footage towards the end that I enjoyed as well. Um, I would probably give this movie a three and a half out of five. I would say I, I would recommend it to people who want to sit down and watch something brutal. Sounds great, man. We're getting a lot of just uh, some gems right now. It's yeah, a heavy about, movie. What about you? Heartbreaking. Uh, you some gems for us? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Um, just messing with you, Steve. Sort of. Sort of. I also watched, um, I believe it was Disney. We were talking about this last night, Steve. Joseph. The oh, animated movie. Oh, yeah. That was like, I found that really weird that you decided to watch that. I've and never the cloak seen it ever. Thousand, the Cloak of a Thousand Colors, right? Is that the one where he is the Pharaoh's assistant? I think you're talking about something different. Maybe. <laughs> is this... I'm just, I think the movie is just called Joseph. And I'm pretty sure it's not Disney. I think it's DreamWorks, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry, DreamWorks. You're right. But I, I didn't know the subtitle was that. It's something like that. Let me just fact check here. Joseph. Joseph? It's just like a biblical... Yeah, it's, it's a biblical, biblical movie. Yeah. yeah. You would love it. Joseph. I would love it. Yeah. It's just called uh, King of Dreams. King of Dreams. You never seen this poster? Oh yeah, I've seen that. Why'd you watch that? Uh, my girlfriend put it on. <laughs> Why, well, then we need to extend that question. Why did she watch that? She remembered liking it as a, as a child. Okay, why did she, she like that? She like she like, she loves <laughs> DreamWorks animated movies and Disney movies. That's her thing. Every fucking girl, it seems. Whoa, whoa! Knows. I don't think you should put out that generalization. That I mean, is a pretty broad generalization. Yeah, that's I, I like it too. Pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like this this nostalgia that just annoys. I think me most people reason. will love nostalgia. We I, like looking back at things. Just, Ready Player One. I yeah. Just, I just don't like nostalgia that's, that everyone indulges in. I think we're at... All right. See, I think right now, 2018, we're at the peak of nostalgia. Like, it's all going to converge. Like, it's all... Uh, what? Sean, did you like the movie? Yeah, Joseph? did you like... Um, it wasn't all that great. I think I would prefer uh, prefer um, Prince oh, of Egypt. Yeah, that's Prince one. of Egypt Prince is amazing. Egypt. What the hell? I, I prefer the Emperor's New Groove. That's also great. <laughs> They're along the same lines. <laughs> All right, well, uh, is that it for us? Was that in the Bible? Emperor's New Groove? I think yeah, it was. was. I think it was. <laughs> I think, yeah, it was. Right right next to stoning your children and shit. <laughs> uh, I've been watching a lot of Dateline NBC with Chris Hansen. Yeah, how is and, that? Uh, that show is incredible, by the way. I love that show. Have you guys ever watched this No. Stuff? I mean, which, yeah. which one are you watching? The one, well, to you catch a predator. Catch, yeah, to catch a predator. Right? Yeah. Oh, right. It's I've amazing. Never seen that. Is it, uh, Some of these guys, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> are you a real person there's one episode where chris hansen goes like he, you know guy walks in you guys know the premise he catches him and he sits down and, he's, and chris hansen's like well did you learn anything from this and he's like talking in the most brutal redneck accent i don't know and he's like he's <laughs> like well yeah i learned that you, you gotta be careful who you talk to online because they might not actually be a 13 year old girl <laughs> so, right there i want to pause that and put thug life glasses on him. <laughs> And then there, there's another one where, uh, you know, he reads them, like, the uh, text. He has them printed out in front of them. And He's like, Chris, yeah, I said that shit. Chris Hansen's like, what did you mean here when you said, I'd like to put my thang in your mouth? 
And he, the guy goes, "Well, put my dick in her mouth." <laughs> oh my god, dude! Dude, you guys gotta watch dude, this. You need to watch this. I, I watched it a long there, time there's, ago. There's another one. I so said, this I show said, is still going, dude. Yeah, because I watched. Well, it's on a different program now. I think it's on Crime Watch, but the 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 best one is uh, to catch Predator. And they're all recent. Because uh, I watched this shit like when no, AOL the, Instant the, Messenger. The was ones still that I'm, wa- I'm talking about are the old ones, but oh. they're just the classic ones. There's one though where Dude, that's just they bust this guy at night. Right, he walks in the house naked, and he's sitting down on the chair. I'm ready, and he gets caught. <laughs> blah blah blah. And then they do another episode. The very next day, and it's the same dude. And they he he they meet him up at McDonald's because he was going to go meet up a boy at McDonald's. And then they catch him coming out, and they you know they walk to him with all the camera. Chris Hansen's there, and the first thing he says like, "I was just trying to get something to eat. I just want some food." <laughs> Bro, it's a McDonald's. You know, I struggle with that. It's very like it's it's heartbreaking to know that like those guys are like they're they're sick. Yeah. But like our first judgment is to just stone them to death, you know. It's like fuck, these dudes need help because like they know they'll get caught, yeah, and they keep doing it and they keep existing. Yeah, it's a, it's a problem. Yeah, it's more than just being a shitty dude. Like yeah. they have a problem. Yeah, they have an actual problem, and it's like I, I guess like the first instinct for people is like fucking put them in the electric chair, and I'm like, yeah. well, fuck, there's just still gonna be more pedophiles yeah. out there. I was watching, yeah, I was watching Viceland, and they, and for some reason, I have this moment where I'm just like watching, like their their shows on like just shitty people or just like, just people just doing weird things. And there's one guy who is like no affiliation with law enforcement. He just goes around. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that one. Yeah, he like he 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 does the same thing. Yeah, he pretends to be a a a little boy or a little girl, and then he just posts. Yeah, I saw that. He he meets him up and shit. Yeah. That's uh, interesting. And then he puts Batman. he puts them all on blast in front of a whole bunch of people, and everyone he just him, he puts it on the internet too. And he's just like, and the funny part was, this one guy who was like, who got caught. He's like, I'm so sorry, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and he and he's just like, he's like, this guy is a fucking pedophile in front of all these people yeah. at the gas station, and all these people just start coming up to him. It's like you're sick, and they're all like, wow. dude, this is fucking wow. shaming him right you're, now. What if he wasn't a pedophile? Like that, that's the mob mentality. Like people dude, just come up to. Him. Oh yeah, he would have been fucking murdered. Or, or what if somebody kills this yeah. dude, the dude that does it? Yeah, exactly. Like, like why would you do that? It's like <laughs> super dangerous. Shoot, I just remember another another brutal one that I watched. Now we're just gonna talk about. I just want to mention this one to last before. Shit. Yeah, we guys fill some void here. You know, Steve didn't watch a movie, so. Oh, this is great, man. I think it's great content. But uh, there's one episode where this guy comes in. Chris catches him. He sits. He's like, why don't you have a seat here? And then Chris goes, what are you doing here? He's like, well, I'm here. Um, I was here to meet up Robert for a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I pulled that one out of my. So what, what's Dude, the deal? I haven't seen the show in a long time. What happens if you run? They got cops. There's in cops in the garage waiting. He tells him, Chris, like, he's like, you know, you can walk out of here anytime you want. And the guy's like, okay. And then they walk out, and then they bust them right in the driveway, Fuck, take them to so jail. And, and they take them, they show the footage of the of the room being interrogated. <laughs> it's funny. Fucking brutal. I wonder what the, what the crime is. I yeah, mean, because yeah, they, they didn't do, they commit they do everything. Yeah, Sexual this, misconduct it's, it's with a, a minor or something. Yeah, that but, one. Um, but, but it's not, It's though. intent. It's like it's intent. intent. That's it. Yeah. But you can get in trouble for I mean, sending text. Is well, there a crime for intent? Can you prove it, though? They actually they list That's all the weird. crimes that they get charged with. In what the are, end what of are we episode. doing? What are we the fucking? Are there? <laughs> but like there some of these guys actually get like <laughs> up to eight years in prison for this shit. Yeah. God damn. But that's crazy though. I bet, I bet they're sick in the head though. That's yeah, crazy. I bet when they do, they're like, damn, I wish I did touch a kid. Fucking, you're in jail for eight years there, for nothing. There, there's uh, one episode. <laughs> there's one episode where they interview. I didn't even like get the, to try it. There's an episode where they interview like the chief of um of detectives or some shit like that. Chief of police. 
And he's like, Chris goes like, oh, wow, he got eight years. Isn't, isn't that a little bit strict? And the guy's like holding his hand like this. He's like, well, some might say not strict enough, Chris. Not strict enough. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, you need to send me all these Dude, fucking episodes. I'll send it to you. Yo, I need to see this shit. Yeah, I'm sure they're all on YouTube and shit. <laughs> that's where too. I watch them, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's oh crazy, God. man. It's it's sad, though, because it's like, how do you fix the problem, you know? <laughs> all right, one last one. Dude. Oh, Jesus. Just one last all one. Right. So they bust this guy, right? He comes uh, to the uh, beach to meet up this girl. Oh my and God. he's sitting on a lounge chair. He's having a conversation. Blah, blah, blah. Girl leaves. Chris walks in, and the and the the guy basically tells him the truth. He came in to meet up this girl, and then at the end of it, he he asks Chris. He's like, "You think you give me a ride home?" <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so wait, they met on the beach. Yeah, I would have ran in the water and kept swimming, dude. I would have fucking <laughs> kept just... swimming. Yeah, what are they gonna do? <laughs> they probably don't have boats. And then on like hand, the, na- right? the narrator's like, he did get a ride straight to jail. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I love the show. <laughs> he got a ride. <laughs> Bro, Chris, come on, man. I thought you were going to drive right. me up at home. Let's talk about Solo. All right, we got, we got to move on to our main review here. Let's take a listen to a clip from Solo, a Star Wars story. You see, how'd you guys let me beat you on that one? Come on. There's no liars in this game. Just players. The seat taken. Nobody's in the seat that I ain't taking from. So this is uh, Sabak. 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 Got it. You played before? A couple times, yeah. Captain Lindo Karazi. Han Solo. Looks like you're uh, having a good day. I'm a lucky guy. Can I ask you a question, Captain Calrissian? Anything, Han? It's Han, but that's okay. I heard a uh, story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. During an adventure into the criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters Lando Calrissian. Sorry, I almost pronounced that wrong. <laughs> years before joining the rebellion, uh, so we're uh, director Ron Howard, which you know we <clears> all <throat> read the stories how he came in and and swept the place up a little bit. And uh, we got what's right, going on here? Yeah, we. <laughs> All right, guys, guys, over here. No, no, you're doing it wrong. Uh, we got writers um, Lawrence Kasdan and John Jonathan Kasdan, and then uh, George Lucas, obviously credited for creating the the characters, starring Alden. How do you pronounce his last name? A- Aaron Reich. I don't know. Aaron Reich or something. Yeah, I think it's Aaron Reich. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, Donald yeah. Glover. This is America. Uh, Junis Suitamo. Thandi Newton and a bunch of other people. Uh, John Favreau hmm. didn't, didn't catch that. He one. played one of the voices of um, Drayden's uh, Rio people. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, what did you guys think of Solo, a Star Wars story? Harvey, you want to go first? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I think I was the only one that was kind of anticipating this movie. I think I Probably. said that on record. Probably. Yeah, you were. Um, yeah, I think it was mostly because. Um, I think Rogue One is one of the better Star Wars films I've seen in a really long time, and I like the idea of these uh, these offshoots. Uh, I think they're good ideas because they have um, uh, just different plots that we're not used to. We're just used to watching uh, the Rebellion versus the Imperial, uh, whatever the fuck they're called. The Empire. Yeah, the Empire. And so that gets a bit uh, 
old and a bit redundant. So I thought that this looked really good. The idea of a, of a heist film with Han Solo and young Lando played by Dong Lover. It sounds like a great idea on paper. Um, I think this movie did have a lot of issues, though. What, Ron Howard had, had to like, reshoot like 80% of it or some shit like that? Is that true? 70. It's like 70, yeah. Yeah. I believe so, regardless, pulled, it's pretty high. And another <laughs> embarrassing fact I read was that uh, they had to bring an acting coach for Han's character, or Han, that guy who played Han. Yeah. We'll that's, get, that's embarrassing. And uh, what's his name? Michael uh, Michael Williams? Who? That actor's name? Is it Michael? No, Michael I K. Williams? It. It's what Han Solo? No, no, who who played Drayden? He was the original Drayden. Or oh, what, I don't know. I say his name? Is it Drayden or Draken? The the bad guy. Yeah. Not sure. Played by it's Paul Bettany. Look. He was played by somebody else. Oh, originally. Yeah. Oh, Dryden? Whole, Dryden. Yeah. Dryden what, what did he yeah. do? Touch kids? No, no. He was just uh, oh. for the reshoots. He wasn't able to come back, so they casted Paul Bettany. Jesus Christ. Okay, so. This movie opens up. We uh, are introduced to Young Han Solo, and he is—he's—he's uh, he's making an escape. Obviously, um, they've got to establish that Han Solo is a—he's um, been a badass from the beginning, a smuggler from the beginning, um, always getting himself out of sticky situations. He is um, what plan? What's the name of the planet he lives on? Uh, Corellia. Corellia. Yeah, yeah, Corellia. Michael K. Williams. Michael K. Williams. Yeah, I like Michael K. Williams. Uh, he played him the o- whole role. You mean Omar, right? Yeah. From the wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would have been cool. <laughs> but he wasn't able to come back. Uh, that sucks. But uh, yeah, so young Han Solo, and uh, he has a love interest played by um, Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. Kira. Their main goal is to make it off of Corellia. It's a um, they're sort of enslaved. I would say right. They're enslaved by this uh, alien. Well, yeah, they're also like kind of like foster kids. Yeah, they're all like orphans, and uh, they basically work for this um, crime syndicate almost. I don't know exactly what they do, if I'm honest, but I believe they, um, yeah, what do they, she, she they uses steal. Them. Yeah, they, she uses they, them to steal stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's it, yeah. Um, so their main goal is to make it off this planet. They, the, how do they, how do they fucking do it? They, um, he steals something. I believe he steals coaxium or whatever. Yeah, he has enough is, to buy his way. Yeah, it, it's basically. Hyperdrive fuel, yeah, fuel, right? Yeah, hyperdrive fuel. He steals enough to basically get him and uh, Kira off of uh, Corellia. Something goes wrong, and Kira gets left behind. And so Han Solo's main main mission for the next several years is to become a great pilot, get a ship, and go back for Kira, the one woman he loves. So in order to become a great pilot, he joins the Imperial Navy, um, which is interesting. I thought that um, I thought that we get to see a side of Han Solo that we haven't necessarily seen before, like his um, origins and what makes. Han Solo, Han Solo, but I feel like this glosses over a lot of his character and a lot of the experiences that mold him into who he becomes. The um, the experiences in the Imperial Navy, we only get one battle scene, really, and that's when he's introduced to uh, Beckett, played by Woody Harrelson. I think that battle sequence was pretty interesting. It looks a lot more rough and uh, warlike than, I don't know, many most, Star- yeah. most, most Star Wars films. That looked pretty gruesome it looked like a real battle scene like what you would expect from a uh a giant empire that's wiping out uh rebellions on on these worlds it would be bloody and gruesome and i think that that's that that scene was shot really well um i assume ron howard probably did that um it looked nice however you don't get any other experiences of han solo being in the imperial navy you don't see how he 
interacts with being told what to do or being uh, a subordinate in this sense. I think, I think if this movie had focused a lot more on his time in the Imperial Navy, that would have been kind of cool. Um, but anyway, he runs into uh, Beckett, and they come up come up with a uh, a job. They bring him onto a job where they're going to steal a ton of a uh, ton of coaxium. And um, sounds like some really good hand lotion. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it sounds like something for eczema. Yeah, but um. <laughs> Try yeah. coaxium. This today. is a this is a basically Han Solo's introduction into uh, a life of crime and a life of smuggling, and um, as an outlaw. Yeah, as an outlaw, and we uh, this is a this is like the central experience that this whole movie is built upon, and um, I think it just does a horrible fucking job of 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 defining who Han Solo is. And um, it's really difficult to um, look at him with that same, I don't know, that same, like, charm and... Uh, yeah, he doesn't have the charisma. Yeah, he, he's not a charismatic actor at all. He he doesn't have what um, what made Han Solo so great, which is... Uh, what's the old guy's name? Um, Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford. Old yeah. guy. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have like those endearing qualities that that Harrison Ford does. He has like an and unspoken he, confidence and charisma. Yeah, and this guy, he 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 doesn't look the same. He looks like the uh, the quirky sidekick or something like that. And he 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 acts like it and he talks like it. He doesn't sound confident in in his in his lines. It, it was his performance put me off most of the movie. It was difficult to even enjoy the scenes that he was in. Um. Yeah. Somebody else want to talk now? I'll go. Uh, yeah. Um, I agree with er- almost everything Harvey said, or everything, actually. Um, I think the biggest offense of this movie is that. Uh, uh, I can't. What's his name? Alden. Alden. Is it Alden. Is it Aaron? Is it right? Whatever it is. Aiden, uh, his character Alden. is written without any depth at all. We don't get anything with this guy. And I think he has too many small one-sentence dialogue that gets in the way of him being charming. And I just feel like he's way too overshadowed by Kira and Beckett. Those characters were incredible. Yeah, Kira. I think Kira's by far the best character in this movie. Yeah, I really like Beckett's character, too. There is some compassion there with him, even though he comes off as this ruthless criminal. Wouldn't it have been great if, you know, the, the movie wasn't a fucking muddled mess? And we had, Whoa, uh, out, we had, you know, Han really following along with Beckett, learning from Beckett, understanding what it's like to live that life. From like, that's the thing. This movie just seems the pacing is what really fucked it. In yeah. terms of like, just it, it was like jumping from scene to scene. And what I told Sean last night, the one thing that irritated me is that apparently they're walking everywhere. Yeah. Every time they lost a the ship, they're like, "Well, uh-huh. fuck it. I guess we walk to the next scene." And they're just like showed up. It was like yeah. Little things. Well, yeah, that, I agree with that, too. Uh, like like I said, I don't think his character was written pretty well. I also think that the biggest problem with this movie is that the action was just sloppy, and it looked really bad. I really didn't like the mining scene. I thought the action there was kind of, like, unnecessary and way overplayed. Rushed. I felt like that yeah. was like, it felt very... And it didn't look good at which, all. Which the, scene? The, the mining. mining when they're, the riot Kessel? scene on uh, Kessel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it yeah. wasn't crazy about that scene. Um, I also think that in terms of look, 
Rogue One looked a lot better. Yeah. I prefer the set designs in Rogue One to this. The cinematography, too, is way better in Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, like, everything looks cooler in Rogue One for some reason. Um, but yeah, I think just that's the main problem is just Han Solo, uh, the actor who plays him, just didn't fit the role. He doesn't have any of the sex appeal or just the charm that Harrison Ford did. And He's also uh, written really bad, too. Yeah, Harrison Ford, like he didn't have much dialogue, but he had this presence that was interesting and exciting. Whereas this guy... He he gets annoying. Like he's just like that annoying friend. Like you don't want to invite out on a Friday night, so you don't. Gets a little bit too rowdy. Yeah, or like he's just gonna talk too much throughout the night, and that's what this guy is to me. <laughs> what what? Do, so I was thinking, like who who could they have got to? I, I'm just gonna say this. Like my biggest issue with this is like it doesn't remind me of Han Solo. No, I don't feel I, a bit of nostalgia about Han Solo's character. That's what I was thinking about the entire time. Like this guy is not it. This does not seem like Han Solo, even the way it's written. Yeah, his actor, like, and that and that's a huge problem. I mean, whether or not is, the movie is entertaining or not, it's that's a huge problem. Um, but I was saying, like, who could who could play him? I was saying, like, Rami Malek could maybe, like, if he looked a little bit more like him. Like he's his, too busy playing Freddie Mercury. I know, but like, if he could pull off that charm, I think maybe. I don't maybe. know. Totally don't know. This is just fucking CGI Han Solo younger. I was yeah. thinking about that. Why didn't they just do <laughs> yeah. that? They could have done that. <laughs> so they did fucked. that with what's his name, the general yeah. in the last one. Grand so, Mars Tarkin. Yeah. So um a couple of characters we didn't go in too much into, but I really liked Woody Harrelson. I think he may be the best thing in this yeah. movie. I really like Woody Harrelson with hair. Yeah, he's he's fucking dope, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh I want that haircut. No, I'm just kidding, it's a bad haircut. So also um another character I did not care for was my boy Donald Glover. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Lando's he's, character is... He, it's, I think he's capable of good acting, and I don't think this you is know, by he, any fault his his like fault, but the way they directed him and wrote his character... like It, the, it was weird. The, it felt like he was doing like, an impersonation of yeah, Lando, it, and it, the whole it, time it was bothering right. me. It felt like, like an SNL yeah, impersonation yeah. So of I Lando. did some digging. Some amateur shit, it felt. After I saw this movie, I did some digging. Uh, I wanted to know Damn. what... Or why uh, Lord Miller really got fired? So apparently, they like I was telling Steve last night. Lawrence Kasdan had a script, and the script, the movie that we got and we saw was his script. And Lord Miller wanted to go off the script. They wanted to shoot his scenes the way it's written, but also shoot additional scenes of uh, improvising by um, Donald Glover and the guy who played Han Solo. And he didn't like that. And you know. Lawrence Kasdan has a stake. Like the producer is going to go with whatever he yeah. says. Which um, is yeah. It's a- so a lot of those uh, improvised scenes were comedic, and that's the direction they wanted to go in. And I just feel like um, Donald Glover would really shine through those scenes because I felt his character was way too written. Too yeah, all of them were way too written. The dialogue was mm-hmm. way it was poorly written. On top mm-hmm. of that, the dialogue there was some it was cringe worthy moments. Yeah, especially I, like uh, last Land, name Land, Lando's dialogue. It was, yeah, it was horrible. oh yeah, uh huh. No, there's just a lot of moments. The last I, name one. Yeah, the last name one? was like yeah. I laughed. I I couldn't help but I should have laughed. He's talking with Solo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we probably shouldn't say it. But. Yeah, it's pretty bad though. But um, I had another point. Also, uh, like you were mentioning earlier. I think that a lot of the new things that we did learn about Han Solo's character was brushed over, and some of those things were interesting, like his, like those, when the movie cuts from him escaping his uh, home planet, it cuts to three years uh, after, and then we see him in this war, and after the Navy, he got kicked out the Navy, and now he's just a soldier. 
I wanted to see that stuff. Like, I think that would have been an interesting movie yeah. of, like, his upbringing to where he is, like, maybe finally meeting these people, but not so much heavily on the heist because I think that's the plot of this movie is not interesting yeah, at all. That, that's, it's it's that's, in service. I wanted, like, a biopic of him. It yeah, would have been interesting. I, I agree with that because you don't learn anything about him. Yeah. You Like, how did he even become, like, a good pilot? Yeah, we don't, we don't know that. We don't see any of that. <laughs> we were joking about this yeah, last dude, time. Yeah, dude, it's so stupid. There's one scene of the movie where one of the characters he Han ends I'm not spoiling anything but one ca- one he uh, takes over the ship yeah he takes over the ship and starts flying it but he wasn't flying he was just holding it steady and the and the guy was just like man you are one hell of a pilot yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like they cut they cut to a scene of like the plane like or the ship doing like uh, flips and shit and he's just like holding it like straight <laughs> <laughs> and the character's like yeah you are a good pli- pilot oh, I, where I, I do like uh, <laughs> I did like the um the special effects of like the ship flying through um. I don't know what that, like that, cosmic event was or what it was, but it was like planets and shit like colliding, colliding? and like bits oh, yeah, that and pieces cool. of like planets colliding. Yeah. That looked cool. As that hell. looked like it had some uh, some specialist art director yeah. in there or I don't, something because yeah. it looked like a painting that, that I saw recently. Yeah, but I, I don't understand how he was able to pilot through that because we don't get any of his training, any anything. Like yeah. He goes from fucking basically like well they brush over that like, whole yeah. thing like of him fucking, being a pilot yeah. jumping yeah. fucking speeders yeah from cars like flying cars to now he's fucking piloting uh, the Millennium Falcon oh yeah with, we also get ease. One of, yeah we also get one of the most boring car chase sequences I've ever seen in a movie oh yeah in the beginning I was <laughs> yeah. sitting I was like that was I was a car dude, was moving slow too yeah. I'm like sitting there, I'm like it's like how am I bored right now I don't understand like this is supposed to be exciting as fuck and I'm just sitting there, I'm like all right cool. I think yeah. they could have. I think they should have just cut out all of that, yeah. all that home world shit. No, it wasn't necessary. It, they could have started at a different point. I think Maybe they could have started there, but like when they when they continued, like they. So what they do is they start there, fast forward, stop, do a heist. Yeah. Like, I, why are you fast forward? I still don't know shit about Han. Like it's yeah. It sh- I think it should have started when he was in the. Imperial Army. Navy. Yeah, that well, would have been great. Well, I don't know why. It's because they're in service. Because uh, Lauren Costin feels like we, we he is in service to his character. That he, what he wrote, what Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, like it, it's all in service of this character. It's just like making reference, like reference after reference after reference. Like there was even characters in the film making like he would say like, "Oh, luck has nothing to do with it." That's like one of Han's lines from the original yeah. trilogy, and it's like it's things like that that make the movie suffer because you're beholden to something that's like... Yeah, they were trying too hard to connect dots to and it's just, you don't need to. Of, Some of those scenes this? were the most yeah. cringeworthy yeah. dialogue. Like, uh, the scene where he Chewbacca's telling him his name yeah, and he goes, oh, that uh, that's a long name. You're going to need something shorter. And mm-hmm. then, like, they they stay on them and it's just an awkward moment. Like, yeah. we don't need that. We understand. Like, Not to mention, they don't ever really... He doesn't ever go like he never confirms. I'm gonna call you Chewy. Well, they no. do call him Chewy in the yeah, movie. Yeah, but they do. But like they're just like it comes just. Yeah, naturally. I think I think it's Bishop who calls him Chewy, <laughs> and then he just picks it up from there. See, I really wish we it got just, a movie with Bishop and him, like you mean like Beckett. No, yeah, is it Beckett or Bishop? Beckett. 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 I don't know what, who the hell's Bishop. Uh, uh, not a character. X Men character. character. I don't remember. Yeah, X Men <laughs> character. I'm getting them all confused now. They're all the same thing. Yeah. There's a uh, lot of questions in this movie. Sorry to cut you off, but I just want to get this thought out. Um, with Kira, we understand that, not to spoil anything, that something happens to her time as well while Han Solo is away. And then we see her in these action scenes, and she can fight amazingly. Yeah. How the fuck can she fight? Yeah. I don't understand. There's they, a lot of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they, really. uh, they, they never touch on that. I think her story was definitely way more interesting than his. Yeah. And um, she felt... I know. I felt like she had 
I don't know. I feel like she had a an actual character. She had character to her, and she had mm-hmm. internal conflicts. She wanted to be with Han, but she also recognized that she had to stay alive and she had to live a life, and that she was I don't know. She was uh she wasn't necessarily free. She had these uh other things to take care of. I don't know. Am I making sense? But she yeah. had things at stake. Like Han Solo didn't have things at stake. He didn't have any conflicts. He didn't have in. Like oh, internal conflicts. I, I think that her stakes, what we ultimately <clears throat> learn towards the end is that it's confusing because I can't really understand why, what her motives were towards the end. Like, because they don't, like, she hints at what she had to do over the, like, she keeps saying, like, she you don't know what I, what I had to do. But they don't, they don't ever talk about it. Yeah. And even towards the end, like, they, she does something that you, you're like, okay, that these are things she had to do that leads up to this moment. But why? I guess they're holding it off. Maybe yeah. a second movie. It'd be gross if they did that. And, and uh, there's some cameos in this movie that just those are, there awful. was one cameo that I was just like I'm like really Ward Davis. No, you I'm talking like one? a big cameo towards the end. Yeah, or like yeah, I was just like really why yeah, it didn't why? it didn't feel uh it's like it's oh are you yeah we can't yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know if, I don't I don't know if I know what you're talking about the talk very about end the very with end. the very with, end uh, let's just say with Kara. Oh, yeah, 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 I was saying yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone's in the everyone in the fucking oh, movie. Oh, shit. oh my god! Oh my god! Like freaking out. I'm like, really? Why are you surprised? Like, come on. Why? 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 Are, like, that's what I'm saying. Hollywood's got us by the balls. There's a lot they got of like us by the balls. Yeah, there's a lot of moments. This movie was very laughable to me. Like, it was just a lot of moments where I'm just like, it was like writing 101 or just like what? bad writing yeah. 101. And there was a lot of character moments and things that were happening where some people were in the back were like. What did oh you guys think about uh, like, oh, the Marauders? I thought the Marauders costume design were they were pretty cool. Like, yeah, like that honestly, too. that's my favorite part of the movie was the set design, the costume design. I thought it was really well done, except the CG parts. Uh, yeah, the movie looked good. I it thought. just like in, yeah, the things in the world and the practical effects that they used were great. That department, did I like, their job. I like. Yeah, the, they did their job. Yeah. <laughs> that's I really like the technology in this movie. Like, it, like the car chase in the beginning, it wasn't shot well and it wasn't fun, but the cars look the great look, yeah and even like those biker stuff that they were being cha- the marauders had those were amazing too yeah I, th- I think that's what we can always rely on in any kind of disney project the production team is just so on point and know what the fuck they're doing there's just like we never have to worry about that it's just everything else that we have to yeah. worry about i can safely say that lord of miller's version of smooth would have been a hell of a lot better i think so. I, I, I can't imagine it being worse than that yeah i don't yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying well it's it, they had to clean it up and i don't know man Did they I mean, they shot seventy percent of this movie, and in order for Disney to not give them a directing credit, uh, they had to reshoot seventy percent of the movie to have Ron Howard's name only. Yeah. So, no, no, this movie was this movie was a mess. Yeah. That's that's crazy, man. Yeah, I guess uh, it really like I don't know. I heard I read all the stories and heard all the rumors, but I didn't. I, I my hope remained that it wouldn't be what it was, but I, I think you know. You uh, you add two things together, you're always gonna get the the same result. I mean, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's exactly what I expected. I was dozing off actually quite a bit. Really? Yeah, I was like, life is hard, huh, dude? Nah, just like <laughs> it's just like okay, I don't care about these stupid action scenes. I'm not learning anything. I'm not intrigued by anything. I'm like, just I get yeah. it. They're on top of a train. How many fucking action movies were people fighting on top of a train? It's just it's just uh, I don't. Well, I, I want to know more about Han Solo because he was my fi- well, pretty much my favorite character in the original uh, 
uh, trilogy. And uh, I don't know, like, what, what, what's the deal here? What do you the, guys the, the movie is, uh, it's, it's about how Han got his shit. How he got his ship, how he got his gun, how he got all his cool, flashy uh, catchphrases that he always says to all the characters in the original trilogy. It's how he got his best friend. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, just dot, like, it's connecting just like, dots. Yeah, it's just like, it's yeah, how Han, it should have been Solo, how Han got his shit. That should have been the name Han of the got show. Chewbacca, how Han got the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it, I think it His answers name. the wrong question. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I don't. No one cares because that's not important. Like honestly, if we didn't have to see the Kessel Run, like I didn't. That, I don't think that was necessary. I think we could have done a movie without that. We didn't yeah. have to be in service. We, to that. we. I think what fans wanted was just time spent with Han Solo, and what? in terms of like him being like a pilot. Han Solo. <laughs> no, I don't think they wanted this. This Han Solo. No, yeah, of course all- not. But yeah, I think time spent with him, uh, how he became a good pilot, because that that was never answered in this movie at all. He was just a good pilot. Yeah, that's all they ever said. I'm a good pilot, and people were just like. And then they showed him yeah. being a good pilot, and that was it. <laughs> never, nothing else. I th- I, th- I think we just need a Woody Harrelson, a Star Wars story. Well, I like this. Hit- I like this character. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there's ca- like ca- caveats that came along with that too, because there's a lot of shit that I don't understand about his character. And I, well, of course, yeah. And I don't like there, it. There's a there's I was telling Steve the same thing. Last a weird night. Character. I don't understand. Yeah. There's a, there's a choice he makes towards the end that doesn't add up to anything that he said throughout the entire movie. Yeah, it it, it seems like bullshit. Uh, the writing was confusing. Yeah, the ending the ending was like just unnecessary, like twists and turns, and I don't know. Yeah, how, how do you guys feel about? This like all these fucking movies trying to connect to the original trilogy or like the mainline series. You know what I mean? Like it's just like these little moments that you like. Oh, so that's how this got there. And it's just like it's like why can't we just have a, just a separate story without any like Rogue One, right? Yeah, I mean, like it's Rogue like, One yeah. still was connection, yeah, but it was necessary. It was connected, but it's but it's like it's it's yeah, it's like. It tells no, but the story the, the, you wanted to hear. The difference is that with these movies is that with Rogue One and this is that the characters don't know towards the uh, up until towards the end that it's connected to like you know the the bigger the, franchise yeah. and it's like it's especially it. in like Rogue yeah. One. I hate it. The story like, functions completely on its own. This one just connects dots to the past and future. That's right? what I meant. A yeah. story that functions on its own yeah. while being connected. Yeah, this of this course one inherently just works. It's a it's it's a, obviously a better one of these spinoffs. Hopefully the next one we don't, you know, which we're going to be getting for every year There's now. A, I think they pretty much confirmed the Boba Fett movie. So yeah, See, that's yeah, gonna, yeah. that would be. I, 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 I don't know if that. that would be interesting to be honest. What do you guys think of that robot? What was her name? L three. L three. Like the socially was, conscious uh, robot. I felt like that <laughs> was tacked robot. on. That was, I thought that was tacked. It probably on was. End. I did enjoy some of her lines. Yeah, but, she. Uh, I think she had one of the more funnier lines of the movie easily. Yeah. But again, it was just like. Just and all said and done, it, it was me. just basically a copy of the robot in Rogue One. What was K K three X something K three two O something like yeah. that? And Rogue One, it's basically it's just they took something else. They're like, oh, people love a funny robot. Let's take another one. Put it here. That, in every Star Wars movie, there is a trend where there's a uh, some kind of creature or robotic sidekick that steps a little too far. Like, um, what's his name from the prequels? Jar Jar, Jar Jar. There's always a <laughs> character like that that you either love or hate. I think most people hate it. I mean, it. I think everybody loves BB-8. Yeah, he don't really do. He shit. Doesn't do much. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, he tweaks and makes noises and does cute things. Yeah, I suppose. I think they made uh, Lando's character a bit more bisexual in this one. 
Yeah, you could definitely yeah, get that did, vibe. Yeah. I like the shirt he was wearing, though. The Hawaiian version yeah, cape. Yeah, at, at, <laughs> at the end. I was laughing. <laughs> Dude, there was like one funny that moment Prince? that he did have where he was just like, it, it was like they're putting out a fire and then they instantly grab his cape. <laughs> yeah, he's and like, he's just like, that's my cape. That's my cape. <laughs> that was it, though. But I felt, like, I felt like that was actually genuine reaction. Like, he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? But I, I was excited to see Donald Glover and... I'm, I'm angry Dude, there's now, like I'm a, honest. I think it was Twitter. Let's be honest, we don't get much of it. People are trying to push for him to get an Oscar for this movie. An Oscar. And I'm like, where? Where? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, where? People are fucking delusional. Wild, yeah. The, you know, people were saying that before they had even seen the movie. That was just crazy. Yeah, I mean. From the trailer? I don't know. Just I think because like, he was able to play the role and they gave to him. His performance is not great. See, that's, that's why these creatures need to lay off this art form. Yeah, but uh, I think we pretty Cre- much covered everything. Creatures? Yeah, people who think, yeah, people um, on Twitter. Yeah, we, we covered dislikes, likes, uh, every aspect of the movie besides yeah, my the end. Favorite, my favorite part was the production. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I liked maybe a couple characters and how it looked. And that was it. The story and, you know, Han there, Solo himself, I could give a fuck. There was like a kernel of like maybe a good like idea or good characters. Like you could tell there was something there. And then that, that was fucking thrown out the I was so instantly. upset at how bad the action was in this movie. Like, the fighting just it, looked it's, awful. It's, it's like, you, you look at Rogue One with Donnie Yen, and that first fight scene that we see with him was incredible. Yeah. I love that scene. This has, like, way too many, like, quick cuts and shit, and mm-hmm. you can tell that the choreography was just shit. And it, so made, it to... made me upset, like, watching this dude trying to, like, do that gun pose that uh, Harrison Ford does. Yeah. It just looked weird. It was, yeah, it looked awful. Yeah. Uh no, I thought there was gonna be some uh, gun kata action when uh, Beckett came in. And he was like twirling the guns around. I was like, oh I mean, man, that looked cool. But it yeah, was that only there for it was about only, a second. It was like and one it was, second. It was like a silhouette <laughs> of it too, which was a, yeah. Dude, like, I just realized that war scene was actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, like, it was cool. Yeah, like that all that sh- like all the fucking think, lasers flying. And he's cool. like, oh, that was a fucking cool. Why the explosions and shit. Yeah, like, we could have got that heist movie. See, I wanted that. Oh, I wanted a story. I want a story of him, him in the war. Yeah, I think that's where training. It that's, that maybe that's where the story should have focused. Should've, that should have been an opening. I wanted a full metal jacket scene. version of. Hansel. I can pic- I can picture the writers right now. Huh? You know, where were you in the writing room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say Let's about it. Scores, I guess that I almost fell asleep. Um. So I did give it a score on Letterbox already, but. Talking about it more, yeah. Talking about it more, You're thinking about it, it more. I'm gonna let it stand for now, but I, I'm pretty sure over time it's gonna go down a lot. Uh, I gave it a three, solid three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I'm kind of in between a two and a half and a three, but um. Now that we've we've kind of broke down why it wasn't good, we can't we can't let that stand. We can't. Have to sh- we have to make this an example. Uh, Show the world. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, for that reason alone, know that they di- they harmed us. Uh, they touched <laughs> us inappropriately. Uh, <laughs> call back to Dateline. But uh, two and a half for me. <laughs> two and a I'm half here for a job interview. I just, I just came to, to apply for a job. He's like, <laughs> what type of job? He's like construction. I would almost give it <laughs> almost give it a three for uh, for Woody Harrelson and a couple other characters, but um, yeah. Two and a half. It's rough. Was not fun. Cool. What about you, Harvey? Um. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was anticipating this movie a bit. Um, they they disappointed me. My boy, Donald Glover. You felt hurt. I. <laughs> you feel you're you're I'm a wounded. victim. Yeah. I'm, I'm wounded. 
You hurt well, me. Well, today. Harvey, I thought his tough character. Shit, this is America. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> thought his character was going to be just cool as shit. He had the fucking worst lines. And we didn't yeah. get much, we didn't get much of him at all. No, we yeah, got we two really scenes with him. Yeah. We got yeah, exactly. We, we got him maybe like halfway through the movie. And like, man, it was just really bad. I don't even think we got that him like that save. Sorry, saves the day moment with him at all. Like he was never really shown in a positive light for me. Fuck, man, this movie could have been so yeah. cool. Um, God damn it, they fuck up. They, <laughs> I'm like thinking about that war sequence now, and I'm like, yeah. fuck. They fuck up a lot. They, yeah, they fuck up a lot. I'm I'm like between like a two and a half and a three. But since all of these offenses cannot be forgiven, I'm going to round down and give it a two and a half out of five. Yeah, good. Cool. Uh, so for me, you know, you know, I was on this this grandstand of like not scoring shit, but like after watching this and reading reading reviews, you have to put your and yeah, I'm like I'm like there. yeah, I'm putting I'm putting my foot down. Make a, God a point. damn it! So this shit's actually teetering like a light too. Jesus Christ! You know, it's funny. Like your light. first message to me was um. This is the worst Star Wars movie I've ever seen. Jesus. Like, I, I, I toyed with that because I was so upset right after I saw it, but then I thought about Dude, the, uh, the prequels. The prequels you know, like, those, are, those are pretty fucking bad. Yeah, the prequels are, are fucking bad. Those are hot trash. But like, but this is like right next to the prequels. Uh, in terms, is, in terms of how the movie came out, like the final product and what it actually is giving us, to me... No, nah, it's not. And, 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 it's but the thing is, I'm very far removed from the pre- prequels, so... Dude, I, I need watched her, them uh, recently. <laughs> We tried to watch it in the basement and we gave up. Yeah, they yeah, I watched we tried the first, to watch the the first one. We're like, bad. yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> but uh, I'm so, a rewatch. They're like two and a half hours. I each feel the too. same. Like when I when I got out of the theater, I never write reviews ever for, on Letterboxd, and I wrote this much. I was so compelled. Yeah, it was like three, this was like on my way home from the yeah. theater, driving, and your son was like, "I gotta write this." Uh, oh, so yeah, I guess that's it, huh? You gave it a, a light two. Light two. Mm-hmm. Maybe on a rewatch something could happen, but it could no, probably I get don't lower. Imagine this would get any higher on a rewatch. What are you gonna unlock? The Some like Easter like, eggs, and then yeah, and no, I'm gonna figure it. Out. I'm like, oh, I get it now. It, this is all. This is all. Uh, this is an art house film. I understand why they made all these choices. These bad, bad choices. Yeah. Fucking deep. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I guess we gotta pick a movie for <laughs> Jurassic World. God damn it! Are you sure it's coming out? Yeah, we're, me and Sean were talking about it. Wait I'm a not second, big why fan. is that not coming up for me? Unless we're wrong. I was pretty sure it's coming It's coming out soon, then. All right. The IMDb app has got to be the worst thing ever. So, a couple things coming up for me are uh, is not Jurassic World. Oh, really? um, yeah, actually, it's gonna. It's one of those uh, those lull weeks where the where the people like hide. They put a one week bumper on each blockbuster thank, so they don't. Thank God. Well, I need this. So we got a couple things scheduled to come out. We have American Animals. Um, we have Adrift. We also have Upgrade. We should just watch Action Point. We should get, we can get some laughs out of that. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so Upgrade is is there, and then we also have Action Point, which is you know it's a return of uh the the jackass. No one ever asked. Well, I did, I, I'll ask for it, but I want an actual jackass. I don't want this. Yeah, I want, I want actual jackass, jackass movie. I don't want. I don't want this narrative shit. Come on, don't don't, don't be ridiculous. I think that's going to be the big release this week. I believe it is, and I think uh, it might be our best pick. I'm. I saw the trailer, the fully uh, extended trailer of a drift, and I was like, "Fuck this! This is all is lost, but with a love story. All is lost is way." That movie does not. A drift does not look good. It doesn't, but like she's repairing the boat just like I him. Travel the whole world to find you. 
Dude, <laughs> the best part about all his loss is the fact that he had nobody to talk to. I'm curious how she keeps getting uh, these leading roles. What's her name? Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great she in was, Spectacular Now. Oh, yeah. Was she in uh, Fault in Her Stars? Yeah, she was. Yeah. It wasn't bad. That was okay. All right. So what are you guys voting for? Should we do action point? I mean, point? I'll do action point. Fuck it. Just to get away from the blockbuster, see some stupid. Incredibles 2. That's not next week. I kind of wish right. it was. So action point is the only thing that comes out next week? Or uh, Drift. Those are two big releases. I'm not watching that shit. <laughs> I do like movies that have huge waves in them, though. I, I do I, like, I like survival shit. movies, but I, I just I watch those. Those are some lost. of my favorite genres. Survival. All is Lost is superior, and I know it will be. Castaway, man. Yeah, let's, watch, yeah, let's, uh, let's watch First Reformed. Uh, too late. No, we're not giving Harvey a free. First free, of all, freebie. He already reviewed the movie. The people who actually listen week to week are going to be like, yo, we just heard about this movie from Harvey. Now we're just going to sit here for 30 minutes to listen to all you guys talk about it. Not good uh, podcasting. I'm going to action point. Uh, you guys pick for me. I don't care. Harvey, you're the tiebreaker. If that's the only thing we can watch, then yeah. What is American Animals? Um, so it's I think it's like this weird heist movie starring a bunch of young kids. It has that kid uh, from Killing of a Sacred Deer in it. Uh, oh, I forgot to tell uh, you guys. I keep forgetting. I work with a guy who looks just like him. Well, uh, Ty and Sheridan, Tyler Sheridan, whatever they look exactly. Like. I feel yeah, like his character, and he looks like a younger version of Joel Edgerton. I yes. feel like his characters <laughs> always look like borderline autistic. If you want to hear the the right synopsis, yeah. four young men mistake their lives for a movie. And attempt one of the most audacious heists in U.S. history. I kind of want to watch that. Can we watch that? Um, that sounds way more interesting. One that theater so with niche. one fucking time. Yeah, like he's like, this is the only time you can watch it on a Thursday, four o'clock, and that's the only show. Yeah, it actually does look like it's only at Regal. Yeah. I'm not going to Regal. Damn. Damn, hate it. All right, let's let's do action point. You know, it's good to see these these idiots again. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Cool. Moving on to our topic, uh, picked by Sean. You want to explain it? So um, this topic started with me thinking about there will be blood. Oh, sorry, not there will be blood. Oh, that will be a good one, too, actually. Um, no Country for no Old country. Men. And what's his name? Javier Bardem. Yeah. He plays the unnamed man. And his character is incredible as a just a ruthless killer. And he's essentially the bad guy antagonist in that movie. And I thought about how cool would it be if we got a story of this guy, even if it's before the events of uh, No Country or after, it would be cool. So well, I would like to see what we all say if we have a pick similar to that. So it's basically like villains that, you know, because a lot of times villains don't get the love the heroes do, you know? Right. Um, but in cases of like Venom, like that's coming out soon. He's kind of like the anti-hero. Yeah. Well, Hannibal, Hannibal also got his own. Right, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, he was the antagonist in. Yeah, he has a show too. Mm -hmm. Um, cool. So, yeah. Uh, anybody want to go first? You go first. You had a whole week to prepare. You said (laughs) we all did because you actually we actually did uh, get this topic. Um, so I got a couple picks, but this is a gimmick and it's very very recent. Maybe expected, maybe unexpected, but uh, the creatures in a quiet place. Really? I want to know how the fuck they got there. I this need is to know. still bothering you? I, I need to know. I need to know what happened. I want to hear the story. I want to see like the U.S. government <laughs> dealing with it. That's what I want. That's my. That's what you want? Yeah, yeah well, because we, we get thrown into the middle of the movie, and, and it's already a thing. Um, so and you want Cloverfield. 
Yes, but I want to know this particular uh, story, though. I like because they don't seem like organized, you know, like like aliens that take over or anything. But yeah, they just seem like wild creatures. Yeah, like what what happened? They come here in pods. They form on Earth. You know what I thought about that bothered me? Was that how come they all come when they hear the gunshot, but they don't come when they hear the fireworks? To be honest with you, fireworks the, are definitely louder. Than but the, the fireworks are um, are. Maybe they do. They're they're replaced like away from the premises, and they're in the sky, so it probably throws them off. I don't know. There's actually a ton of crazy plot holes in that movie, but you gotta you gotta cut it some slack, I guess. Uh, I have another pick though, but I won't say it just in case somebody. Harvey, what do you got? <coughs> I'd like to see a Voldemort movie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was thinking about Harry Potter a lot this week. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, because there's like a, the Cursed Child or whatever mm-hmm. right next to my job. And they did some like crazy fucking work on that movie or on the um, like on the uh, billboard or whatever. I don't know what the fuck to call it. It's like uh, just a ton of like art and like shit they've made out of like metal. Like the Harry Potter sign is huge and there's like a little boy. Like, oh, fucking, I walked past that the other day. Yeah, that shit's insane. Yeah, it, it, that sign is wild. Yeah, and they have like a little boy in like a nest and shit. Like they did a, put a lot of work in there. Those tickets are probably really expensive. But yeah, um, I think Voldemort would be would be like an origin story. That'd be cool. We got a little bit in the movies. We saw him as a, as a young kid. But I think him like going through like childhood and seeing how he was raised and shit and then like becoming like just progressively like more evil and then like start and then like when he starts killing people i think that'd be a great movie um yeah that it'd probably cool. turn out like solo though and just bullshit i'll check into that with movie pass yeah. <laughs> i'll check it out too what cool. about you steve i got one that's just kind of following the superhero trend uh loser mine's mine's actually a deep cut and it's not really well known or a hero that's not well known but it's actually from one of my favorite he's in a lot of like batman animated stuff and uh a lot of the comic books specifically one of my favorites it's called hush it's actually one of the one of the best stories about this character and i think it'd be really cool if we get a really dark gritty like noir like villain book about or not not book movie about this character it could be animated to be honest what I character? Mean, his name is hush what is that what does he do does this count <clears throat> How does this not count? He's in like... I we were picking existing movie villains. You want existing movie villains? I don't know. I don't know. That's how I, like, I interpreted it. Oh, I just picked like villains that I would like to see in movies. Who is this character and what does he do? Uh, so he's actually... So it's actually happening in the background. He's in, in the story and he's basically a serial killer. And he's like basically dismembering people. And Batman has to figure out who the fuck it is and ends up being some... Like it just... It ties basically throughout his whole life. He's in the animated series? Yeah, there's no not in the animated, but more like animated movies and stuff like, that came out like previously, and he's made reference to constantly throughout the series. Uh, no, I was because I was thinking about too, like I want to watch a comic book movie or a superhero story or that doesn't focus specifically on the hero. Like I was thinking about getting like watching or like seeing like a Gotham PD, like something like that, like true gritty neo noir, like, and it's just like. Batman's in the background. He's not the main focus. Like, there's villains there. There's, like, all the... And, but it's just the people dealing with living in this, like, fucking crazy city. So, I was thinking, like, what if we just, like, take the route, kind of like Maniac, and watching, like, a serial killer be born in that in that way. So, is Venom a villain? I don't know. Venom? Venom? Yeah, he is. Okay. Well, he's... 
villain turned anti-hero and then he he has a weird history man so do you think there's gonna be like a cameo of like spider-man or something well he's in, in san Fr- he's in san francisco in this one i think okay uh <sighs> That's the thing. It does. I think they, there might be reference to Spider Man, but there's not going like, to be like he's just going to be on his own the whole time. Yeah, because he is. He becomes. Like uh, it an just anti-hero. seems like nowadays it's all about gimmicks. So I mean, yeah, I feel that, like they might do something. I mean, if you guys would propose this question maybe uh, a month ago or like before the trailer came out, I'm like, you know, villain would be pretty cool. And then lo and behold, we got the trailer, and uh, doesn't look too good. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got probably just two picks. I would briefly say. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time is a little film called Insomnia, and uh, Robin Williams plays the uh, murderer, uh, serial killer in this movie, and his character has a lot of emotional depth, and his, it's written so well, and I like his character a lot. I think he's my favorite character in that whole movie, and it would be kind of cool to see a movie of him in uh, Alaska. And how he became the way he is. I think it would be, even if it was directed by um, Crystal Nolan again, that'd be great. Um, that's pick one. Pick two would also be the serial killer in Seven, which is played by Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. We're, we're picking like a about, lot of serial killers. I, I, I like serial killer movies. So. Well, you can't do that one, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's um, out. I also like to correct myself. I said, uh, Javier Bardem's uh, character in No Country didn't have a name. His name was Anton. I just looked it up. Yeah, couldn't Anton remember that. Shigur. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Sugar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I had a second pick, too. It was uh, Morton Joe from Mad Max Fury Road, because you really don't oh, know yeah. much about him. Mm-hmm. I like that, though. And he, He's like, uh, very mythical. But I just want to see more Mad Max. That's all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I want to see origins of before the, the water war, like what happened. I want to see the events leading up to that, and I think he has a lot to do with it. So I think he could be uh, the the star of that movie. Joe. Valhalla. Um, yeah. What's going on with that? Is there is there one coming? What, what no, I don't doing? think we're getting one. I had uh, one more. Um, I want to see the witch from the witch. I wanted to see her uh, fucking up, like terrorizing families in the uh, just in the seventeenth century, <laughs> yeah, and taking babies and shit. That's weird. You're a sicko. Dude, I would love that movie, actually. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. Great. A movie about a witch. Let's write it. The little <laughs> bit you get of her in that movie is some of the creepiest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, like, she's like, God damn. Grinding up the baby? Fuck. She's some brutal. of the fucking creepiest shit I've seen in my life. Yeah, that opening scene was like... The fucking goat tits or whatever. Or the... Whatever she was doing. Good stuff. Good stuff. I want to I wanna see... If we're gonna if we're gonna keep getting prequels and seeing backstories for characters that we don't really need to see, I want to see a Gollum backstory, even though we already know it. But I want to see Peter Jackson try to hit that again. You know, go for one last try. Lord Maybe of the Peter Rings. Jackson can play him. <laughs> All right, that's a callback to a previous. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we get like that. He was kind scene. of a Hobbit. What was he? Was something else? Well, we get that scene Smeagol. with him fishing. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah. I want to see that. When he finds the ring. But I want it, yeah, I want it to be like everything before the ring. I actually don't want it to see him as Gollum. I well, he was Smeagol. played by Andy Circus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I just remember that. It's I funny. keep forgetting that. Who else? Random characters we want to see get backstories we don't necessarily need. Um. What? I don't know. What? What, else, what other characters? There's no more. Um. Heath, like Rand- Heath Ledger's Joker, but uh, hey. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. What about? Uh. 
I guess I'll, I mentioned um, there will be blood earlier, but that's the movie itself. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's yeah, the movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, we follow him through the whole movie. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I like there's the a like, T Rex in Jurassic Park. What it, what it's been doing? <laughs> Wait, the, uh, the original? The last, I do no, but I there's do like this T Rex that what this is the same T Rex right? Isn't so the same called, one in Jurassic is, World? The yeah, same it's the same one that's caught. Yeah, same one's caught. So you want to know the? We don't want to know what is happening to, within that want, time. You want to know his time in prison? Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's basically what he was <laughs> like, like. Jurassic World didn't they do uh, like they invented one? Yeah, but he it was came the same, back. It was the same. Oh, T-Rex. she came back. Yeah, I thought it was a new breed they made. No, yeah. the one in captivity was the one from the original movies. Oh, yeah. she yeah. came back. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, but she's not. She's not the main villain. No. Well, first of all, the not ominous villains. Rex. Yeah. God, that movie's stupid. We'll find out in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out in two weeks. All right, you guys want to play the game? Yeah, yeah let's right, play. Let's play games. All right. Well, ooh, this is not good for me. So why not? Oh, you got to pick a movie. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. All right. So this game's called Rolling of the Dice. We roll a twelve-sided die. Uh, roller of the lowest number has to watch a movie picked by the person who lost last week, which was uh, Thomas. So the goal is to get a high number. I kind of want to lose. It's a uh, it's a very strategic game. So. I actually kind of want to lose too because I want I got some things that I want y'all to watch. Oh, you want to lose so you can win? <sighs> I mean, I've been rolling good lately. Yeah, you have. I think I should go to. Uh, I can roll 10. a ten. I should go to. Um, what's that casino called? I don't know. Don't know. Resort. <laughs> yeah, resort. Uh, Steve got a seven. Shit, it's not looking good for me. Ooh. I kind of wanted to lose, man. I, I wanted Sean to not. Lose because uh, you got a nine. Oh, wow. oh well, Steve lost. lost. Looks like Steve lost. All right, give oh, me some. I feel like it's been going back and forth yeah. between Steve and Jomo. Maybe yeah, it has been. I haven't watched a movie at all. No, you guys were going last time. I remember. Yeah. So, full disclosure, we we did pause real quick, and and I will say that we had a conference. Yeah, we had, we had a conference. I did call a lifeline from Sean. I was still trying to go through my my favorite movies, um, and great movies that I've seen. Uh, but it was brought to my attention that Steve has never seen The Revenant. You're for a treat, buddy. I don't know about that. I heard some things. What'd you hear? <laughs> I heard it, I heard it wasn't very good. Dude, well, that movie <laughs> still stands like a 99% Rotten Tomatoes or some shit like Rotten Tomatoes. See, this movie is a weird uh, experience because there are people out there that are going to be like, this is not for me. Um, it's not like a... Well, from what I know about Steve, he's into one Leonardo DiCaprio. What? Um, <laughs> two, Art House. <laughs> and three survival, right? Am I wrong? I mean, yeah. I'm, so I'm, those right. are not exclusive. How do you feel about Tom Hardy? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, dude, that I, role. He's, he's actually, a, you know what? Oscar for this. You know, Tom, Tom Hardy. You know what? Uh, Tom Hardy. He's great. the he's the origin story that I want. Oh yeah, that would have been a good pick, actually. <laughs> savage yeah. is gonna be savage. That, that would have been a great pick. Uh, I yeah. thought you meant like a <laughs> Tom Hardy. Yeah, I thought I you meant this is a Tom Hardy. I want to know how he formed those beautiful lips. Um no, uh, this movie is a, a cinematic experience. I, I went and saw it with like Port St. Lucie crowd down in Florida, and I could tell they were all just kind of like confused about what they just saw. Um, you know, because it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He's he's known for doing very accessible movies. But this movie is a... The cinematography like is like when I was watching it... That's score, dude. Yeah, I was just It's like, so simple and it's amazing. Yeah. it. This movie is a visually... And it's mostly a visual movie. There's not a lot of dialogue in this. So visually, where it really matters, it's fucking incredible. Um, I would say give this a shot, Steve. A shot. 
All right, cool. You see, he's gonna watch the Revenant. Poor yeah. guy. Poor guy. Um, seven twenty p. Don't you watch it on that? Come over on my four K smart TV and watch it. Yeah, some of us are not lucky to have a four K. Oh, uh, they're really cheap now. I mean, it's literally the standard now. I don't know what you're doing with that old piece of shit? Dude, I don't just want to let go. I fucking love the song. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that guy's name the Kiyochi or Ryochi? Ryochi Sakamoto. Yo, he came to a uh, Ipido. Oh, he's gonna be chill as I can. I might watch it. Let's watch it together. Yeah, let's all watch it. Yeah. I, just want, I just want to watch the opening. Does anybody own it? Where that's like going along that creek. Nope. Yeah. Fuck, that shit's so good. Dude. Emily hasn't seen it either. The we should do, a, we should do a, a movie night in my place and watch it. <laughs> I'm down. Oh, I have to get AC first. <laughs> we could do it at mine with my new yeah, couch. Yeah, I just realized it. he has a new couch and a 4K Dude, TV. Let's, do let's just week, do it. The Revenant. Yeah, but and I have, I have to do it. I'm doing, I'm doing it yeah. Monday. Can I bring a friend? Monday night, then. Yeah, you can bring a friend. Honestly, I'll do it. Yeah. Actually, Tim's house would be good, I gotta too. I got to get a friend. Oh, yeah, he has an open space. He has a bigger TV. Yeah. What are we doing right now? We're all doing right. this we're all like <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely right. rewatching Revenue right. this week. What if you guys, like, we all do this, we watch the fucking movie, and then next week we come over. Let's, like, let's, so, Steve, let's, did you watch the movie? <laughs> I'm like, nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, we'll all. talk about next week how violated you felt in that bear attack scene. Okay. I think the bear won an Oscar. Um... So, anyways, that's it for us. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you if you enjoyed this show, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know what you think. Uh, even if it's a bad review, it still gets us up on that the uh, the charts there. Um, if you know any New York City cops that could get Thomas out of a ticket, hit him yeah. Up. If you're like NYPD and you like the show, how you, crazy would that be? I would fucking <laughs> man. They would get like I would make bonus content just for them. Um. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, thanks for listening. If you uh, if you ever want to like tag in on uh, any topics, uh, let us know. Um, if you if you are wanting to join in on that discussion about movie uh, villains or antagonists, that should be yeah have their own story. Let us know what you think. Or a movie hear. if you want us to check out and review. Yeah, if you have some suggestions, drop us a line at uh, www.dotherightfilm.com. We also are on Facebook, Instagram at uh, Do the Right Film underscore podcast, and you can tweet us as well. We're on Twitter. Um, check out our YouTube. We have a YouTube channel which is Do the Right Film, and uh, yeah. Other than that, that that's about it for us. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, you had fun on Memorial Day. Whatever you do on that day, I just yeah. guess just have off, right? Yeah. All right. Toodle. Catch first.